0: Okay, welcome to All the Way Podcasts, episode six. And in this episode, we're going to be looking at letting go of resentment. The one thing I want you to get out of this podcast is when you let go of any resentment that you hold against yourself or for anybody else, it helps you more than it helps anybody else. It helps you. So let's get in, let's go straight into it. Everybody's had that experience where they've been let down by somebody else. And usually it's most painful when it's done by somebody that's actually closest to us because you paint this picture in your mind about um, how you feel that you should be treated by that person, whether it's family or close friends or, um, you know, somebody who's close to you, somebody who you work with, whatever it could be, Um, somebody that you trust, basically. And it can hurt even worse when it's somebody that's even closest to you. It can cause argu- arguments on a small scale, like when um, somebody forgets to put the washing out, or it could affect you on a bigger scale when someone, like you know, is your partner, what decides to leave you for good, or if you leave them for good. We all go through it, and holding on to those that resentment or any negative feelings associated with another person or a situation that you've been through hurts you more. And over time, the longer you hold on to it, it actually gets worse. If you hold on to those negative feelings, every situation that you can't, over every situation that you can't control, you'll be miserable. You'll be a miserable, bitter person. And the worst part about holding on to resentment is that it comes out, that misery and bitterness manifests itself and comes out in a completely different area that you weren't even aware of. Um, the way you talk about other people, especially ones who have hurt you, says a lot about your character. The way you talk about other people says a lot about your character anyway, whether it's a good thing or whether it's a bad thing. But especially people who may have hurt you or you may have had a bad experience with, how you talk about them is says a lot about your character. And when it comes to interviewing people, so this is this is a good tip for when you're going through your interview phases for another job. If you've ever had a bad experience with a previous employer and you're about to go into a new job and they ask you about that previous employer, if you start slamming them, and if you start talking negatively and badly about that person, it's it really does say... It says to the future employer, oh, I'm not really sure if I want to um, employ this person because they're so quick to talk about the negatives of other, other people. And it, when you talk down on other people, it really does more damage to you than it does to that other person. So the best way that I can describe it is, you know, when you're dealing with other, other employers that you didn't really get along with... Or if you did, had a bad experience with it, just very simply say, do you know what? It just wasn't for me. Or you have, you know, grown to have differences or, you know, without going into too much detail, there's ways of being able to word it and get around it without having to slam the other person or slam the other empl- employer. And it, what that does is it builds your character and makes you seem like the bigger person. And that means that when you're sat against, uh, um, opposite somebody who's, you know, about to employ you, it makes it seem like, oh, this person actually, you know, a a good character in order to be able to employ them. And that's a really good tip for when it comes to, yeah, going for jobs in the future. Ultimately, because this is all about resentment, when you keep hold of resentment, no matter how big or small. It's a cheap way of dealing with the pain in a temporary circumstance, in a temporary way. It's a cheap way of dealing with the pain. But the worst part is it doesn't deal with it permanently. And if you really want to be free from the negative experiences of resentment, then you need to let go of it completely. You need to be able to learn to forgive either yourself or the other person, no matter what the situation is. I'll give you my personal example Um, In my career, I've had certain setbacks where I had the right to be bitter. I had the right to be angry or had the right to be upset. And I never held it against the, the previous employers. I've never held it against them because it was just part of a bigger picture. It was part of a bigger purpose for me. And I get that. But I had the right to be bitter. I had the right to be angry and I had the right to be annoyed. But I never held it against them. And even when I see them about, because Derby, Derby, where I'm from, is a very small place. When you see people out and about who were your previous, you know, uh, employers or people that you were involved with, you know, I still I'm civil with them and I'm still nice to them. I actually can, you know, I can hold a conversation with them and still be cool. It's absolutely fine. But doesn't necessarily mean that I want to get into business with them again or don't necessarily mean that I want to work with them again. It's just I learned how to be. Just keep it moving because I'm heading in a different direction. So are they. And it's just it worked out best for both of us. But I learned to deal with that negative situation. And I was able to move on a lot quicker because I let go of that resentment. The best example that I can give of people that you may know. um, I want to go through a couple of examples of people who I look up to. And who were really good at being able to deal with and never holding grudges, um, and deal with resentment very quickly. And one of them is Sir Alex Ferguson. Uh, Massive influence on me as 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 my character, and a massive influence on the world of football, which I love. And Sir Alex, when he was managing Manchester United, he had a really good knack for letting it out of his system when he was angry, but moving on very quickly. He could let a player have it, as you know, it was called the hairdryer treatment. He would know how to let a player have it. But then, when it came to the next day or building up to the next game, he, it was very quickly forgotten. And I remember I was looking on uh, Instagram recently, and Robbie Savage interviewed Paul Scholes. And they took questions from the public. And one of the questions that was asked was, Oh, Paul, uh, was you ever on the receiving end of one of the legendary Ferguson hairdryer moments? And he said, yeah, of course. Because when you look at Paul, you you know, he was a fantastic football player, had a fantastic career at Manchester United. You wouldn't think that he would ever get, you know, a, a telling off from Alex Ferguson. But he did. And... He gave the example of when he was playing for Manchester United against Newcastle. And it was in the league. It was a fairly big game. And um, he said that at half time, Manchester United were about two or three nil down. They were two or three nil down, and Paul Scholes was on the bench. So for the first half, he didn't play. So he brought him on, and, you know. Tactically, it was a great move because Paul Scholes said he came on and, and did really well and actually set up a couple of the goals and brought basically brought it back to 2-2 or 3-3. He d- he said he couldn't remember what the score was. But then, about 10 minutes before the end of the game, Paul Scholes said he got the ball and he was on about the halfway line and he tried a back heel. I don't know why he tried this. Um, Paul Scholes is not really associated with skills. But he tried a back heel and he said it went to the opposition and they broke easily and uh, they headed towards the goal and scored and they lost the game. Manchester United did. And when he got into the dressing room, Sir Alex Ferguson absolutely hammered him, absolutely went all off on, on him and uh, yeah, he, he just completely uh, let him have it. Paul Scholes actually said he went back at him, which is a huge mistake. Uh, because any player that really plays uh, for Sir Alex Ferguson, when you have a go at him, Sir Alex goes even harder at you. So they're having a back and forth in the changing room and absolutely screaming at each other. And he said afterwards, this is the key point, afterwards, the next day when he went into training, Paul Skull said that he was a bit nervous because he was thinking, you know, I've just had a big bit of a bust up with my manager and I've shouted at him and he shouted at me. The biggest thing that I really rate about Sir Alex is that the, the next opportunity that he had to see him, he just put his arm around him and said, you know what, I'm sorry, you did actually play fantastic for us and you, know, you had a good game, let's move on to the next game. And to me, that is really key to the success of how they did um, in, in Manchester United. He was very good, uh, even if somebody made a mistake... Even if somebody did something wrong, he was very good at letting go of any grudges. He got it out of his system, don't get me wrong. He was able to shout at players and let them have it. But he was very good and very quick to let it go. And he didn't let it carry on into the next game and the next game and the next game. Because he's too—he's a big picture thinker and he's got to think about the rest of the team. So he hasn't got time to be holding grudges. And I've been watching an interview with him recently and he said that and he said it in numerous occasions that letting go of grudges and not holding any grudges is so key because he's he's got to figure out the next game he can't, he can't afford to let go or hold on and any grudges and i looked at that and i thought that's that's quite interesting you know I, I didn't really think much of it when i heard it until i started hearing other successful people talk about letting go of resentment and not holding on to any grudges and letting go of any hate now I wanted to talk about a few of the people who I see, who I believe, who've made a sig- significant difference, and they have, who become successful in their, in their chosen field. And how the link to letting go of any resentment has equaled their success going forward. So the first one I wanted to talk about was uh, Floyd Mayweather. Now, in the boxing world, it's associated with aggression. And typically when you think of aggression it's quite closely linked with hate and in an interview it was like a it was like a post-match uh post-boxing match interview he said I don't hate anybody and it was quite random the way that he said it because when the question when the interviewer was asking him the questions about how he got on and this kind and the other and how he was talking about the other fighter he was like I don't hate him I don't hate him and I just thought that is so strange that uh, that uh sport that's so centred around violence or you know controlled aggression he doesn't hate anybody and I, I just thought that was so key so I looked at Sir Alex and I looked at Floyd Mayweather and he said okay I don't hate anybody still not enough for me to be able to say do you know what that that's 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 a key moment and then I found um an interview with Mike Tyson with Eminem and Eminem's talking to him and he's like I love you man you're so good I used to grow up watching you you could beat up anybody in the whole world like you're the toughest you're the baddest you're the biggest this that and the other I I bet you could still do it now I bet you could still have people now all this kind of stuff and Mike Tyson said yeah but I don't um," he said aggression is controlled aggression the minute hate gets into you you lose the minute you start thinking i actually want to hurt and hate this person that's it you've lost it's a controlled aggression when it comes to boxing and i've never looked at boxing the same ever since i think that is so true um i was at an event last year actually exactly a year ago july 2019 and I was talking to a guy called Omari Diedrich. I, I hope I've pronounced his name right. Omari Diedrich. And he's an MMA fighter. And he's had some big, big fights um, in his career so far. And he's doing really well. Um, and he's derby lad, so which, which is a great news as well. And we was on the same speaking engagement. So I spoke first and he spoke um, a little bit later on in the day. And as I was listening to him, someone asked him in the Q&A part of the session... Oh, what's the big misconception with boxers or people who get into uh, MMA or fighting sports? And his response was that we're all violent. The big misconception is that we're all violent. And when you are fighting somebody it's not because you hate them it's because you know it's a it's a it's a sport it, you know it's it's a controlled aggression and no matter how much you want to lay into them and beat them up afterwards as soon as the bell goes you shake hands and you even hug because there's no hate there you're just competing in a sport and you want to be the best so I would really took that on when it came to boxing based on what Floyd Mayweather said I don't hate anybody what Mike Tyson said it's controlled aggression and any hate, when it gets inside you, you lose. And what Amari said was the big misconception with fighters is that they're all angry and they're all violent and this kind of uh, misconception. So I'm, I'm still looking at that, but I'm not totally convinced that, you know, resentment and, and uh, letting go of any hate is, due to, is linked to people's success. But when I, I look at over my, over my life and uh, why I wanted to do this podcast in, in the first place was because of a Will Smith lyric uh, in a song called Just the Two of Us. And it's actually one of the lyrics in that song that made me want to do this podcast in the first place, uh, in, in this episode. And it, the words go like this. People in life will make you mad, disrespect you and treat you bad. Let God deal with the things they do because hate in your heart will consume you too. And I actually keep that as a mantra to my whole life. That to me is is how I live my life. If anybody's ever upset me, if anybody's ever done me wrong, if anybody's ever disrespected me, if anybody's ever said anything bad about me or hurt me in any kind of way, don't care how close you are to me or how, or if you're not close to me or if you're not my friend or whatever it is, I get angry for a very short period of time and then I quickly move on. Very quickly move on. I don't let it hold on to I don't hold on to it and I truly believe that that being able to let go of any resentment for anybody else has helped me in my life and in my career and it's been one of the most liberating feelings of being able to let let things go and the last celebrity that I wanted to talk about who has really made a point of letting go of any resentment is Oprah Winfrey and Oprah, again, is somebody that I look up to as somebody that's made a real significant contribution in the world and made a huge success of her life. And if you really look at it into her life story, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but she gone, gone through some serious hardships. Not only did she grow up in, um, you know, apartheid, not only did she grow up in, you know, segregation, not only did she grow up with dealing with racism, not only did she grow up with dealing with poverty, but she also grew up with um, an incident that happened that really changed her life um yeah and I don't I wouldn't like to say that it was in a negative way because she turned out great but she said as well that you got to let go of any resentment as well for anybody who's trying to do you wrong and in an interview that she did with Harvard Business School um She said that there was a guy who was drunk with power who, you know, almost set out every day to abuse her and uh, make her feel like she was unworthy. And she said, you know what, I'm not going to get angry. I'm not going to try and fight back because, you know, there'll come a time when I'll be able to, you know, deal with it myself. And I I won't have to deal with it right now because she said, even if I do try and fight this back because of my position, I will lose. And the guy who was in power, who was trying to, you know, um, suppress her. And and she said, yeah, if I fight back, I'll end up losing. So she left it. And obviously, over time, she has become, you know, one of the most influential people of the 20th century. She's made a huge difference in the whole world. And obviously, the guy who was in power at that time, she even said in the interview that she came (laughs) into a room with him. Uh, afterwards and it was just like one of the sweetest moments for her because she didn't hold anything against him and she was able to let go of any resentment for anybody in her life and it's really benefited her in her career and in, in her pursuit of being the best she can be. Now, everything up until this point I've spoke about is letting go of resentment for other people or other situations that may have done you wrong. But I feel like the most important part in terms of being able to have a career or being able to have a good life or being able to be healthy in your body in your mind mentally, spiritually, emotionally, however you want to look at it is being able to let go of any resentment for yourself. Holding on to any resentment against yourself is damaging as well. People may have made mistakes, and if I'm being honest, holding on to resentment for yourself, again, is a cheap cop-out for not progressing because of the past excuses that we try and make for ourselves. We try and make excuses for ourselves because we want to go into a little bit of a pity party and say to ourselves, oh I can't do this because of that situation, I can't do this because of this particular moment in my life that happened to me all this time ago and it still affected me today. All of this kind of things that we try and talk down on ourselves for and hold ourselves with resentment and regret and hate towards ourselves sometimes that stop us from really going to the heights that we can really go to. And I am guilty of this too, which is why I really wanted to do to to, to share this is because I'm guilty of holding resentment for myself for past mistakes and I've held it I've wasted years of my life in certain areas not in all areas but in certain areas of my life because I've held resentment for myself because of past mistakes and I'm not going to go into too much detail about what those mistakes were but I've learned now to let go of that I've learned to let go of any resentment towards myself And now what I'm starting to see is the healing take place and I'm starting to understand now that I'm digging deep and I'm starting to find healing in those areas and it's such a liberating experience. And now I can run after what I'm trying to run after just so that I can go forward in my life by letting go of resentment. And... The final thing that I want to leave with you is this. is what, If you're thinking, well, why should I let go of any resentment for anybody else? You don't know what I've been through. You don't know what they've done to me. You don't know what I've had to deal with. When you let go of any resentment, whether it's for somebody else or for yourself, it frees you. It's almost like weights just come off your shoulders and it just lifts off you completely when you let go of any resentment it's the mo- one of the most freeing liberating experiences and motivation can sometimes be fueled by resentment so you know i've i've heard different people especially when it was the black lives matter movement really taking place in 2020 everybody was talking about how or a lot of different examples of people who were you know oppressed Um, by different people in their lives and I'll give you one example of um, a pastor who I know who said that his teacher when he was at school said you'll never be a success and you'll never make anything of yourself, Um, you're never going to go to university and do well. So he used that as motivation to be able to go forward and to use that as motivation to be able to um, go back to school. The problem is when you use motivation or resentment as motivation, it it burns you out. It can burn you out long-term. You need to have a different motivation rather than resentment in order to be able to achieve what you want to achieve. If you have resentment as your main motivator, like I'm trying to prove people wrong, I'm trying to prove to this person that I can do it, or you know I'm trying to prove to my family that I'm not going to be a failure, I'm going to prove to this person who said that I was going to be a failure, all this kind of thing. Once you get it, it's quite an emptying feeling because you've done it for the wrong reasons. I promise you, I promise you, it's it's, it's doing it for the wrong reasons. When you do it for the right reasons, which is, you know, motivating yourself to be able to do it, to better you as a person, you can still have the same goal, but I just want you to really adjust the motivation behind it. And if it's any form of resentment, you can use it for a bit, but it can't last long term. And I'm telling you now, when you learn to let go of any resentment, it, it really is the most freeing experience that you can have. And it lets you go and it enables you to retract more success into your life and more blessings and more peace, more joy, more happiness, which is what ultimately we all want. So when you get to that stage and let go of any resentment, you'll be fine. And that's it.